Thanks for listening to the news live on WBEZ and NPR. The WBEZ stream sounds great in the kitchen on your smart speaker and anywhere on the WBEZ app. Listen every day. Good morning. It's Tuesday. I'm Erin Allen, and this is The Rundown. The two candidates for mayor are kicking off their final week of campaigning by, one, trying to set the record straight on their own resumes, and two, attacking each other still. My colleague Mariah Wolfel is reporting on this. She says Paul Vallis was at the Get Out the Vote rally yesterday morning with some of the trade unions that are backing him. They spoke out against Brandon Johnson's plan to raise taxes on certain businesses, including hotels and motels. Brandon Johnson, on the other hand, spoke to a crowd of civic leaders downtown. He tried to fight back against attacks from Vallis, who has said Johnson wants to defund the police. He knows it's not true. I wouldn't reduce the the CPD budget. The April 4th runoff election is a week from today. So remember last week I talked about polystyrene foam, a.k.a. styrofoam? The Illinois House of Representatives had passed a proposal to end the use of takeout food containers that are made of it. Well, now the Illinois Senate is looking at doing a similar thing with plastic. They just passed a measure that requires state agencies to start phasing out plastic foodware. Democratic Senator Laura Fine is the sponsor. She says the proposal will allow the state to lead the way on reusable products. We, as a government agency and body, can be responsible for setting the stage for allowing a reduction in single-use plastics. The measure is one of many that the General Assembly is working on to limit the use of plastic in Illinois. Another one would ban agencies from offering plastic foodware at state parks. Senator Fine's proposal would require state agencies to keep track of their plastic foodware purchases. They would also have to submit a plan to the General Assembly by the fall of 2025. People's Gas has requested a $402 million rate increase. So for us consumers, this would mean your typical residential bill would go up by about $12 a month. And advocates are concerned about how this could harm black and brown communities who have low to moderate income. So advocacy groups went out in front of the Chicago headquarters for People's Gas yesterday to protest these potential rate hikes. My colleague Indy Kara spoke to one of them. Yesenia Balcazar is with the Southeast Environmental Task Force. Our residents are so highly impacted by this increase in their utility bills. A lot of the times families are already scraping by on their bills um, just to be able to provide for their families, to give them the basic necessity of, of heat. Balcasar says her first priority is getting rate relief for residents. So last month I mentioned there was a measure in the Illinois State House that would help children get their voices heard more during abuse and neglect proceedings. As things stand right now, somebody called a DCFS guardian ad litem is who represents children. And the guardian goes by what they themselves think is best for the child in these proceedings. But the new measure I'd mentioned has now cleared the Illinois Senate. It would give abused and neglected children their own attorney representation. These attorneys would represent what the child wants. The measure was proposed by Democratic State Senator Ann Gillespie, and it would apply to children under the care of the state's Department of Children and Family Services. Under our current system, the one person at the center of a child welfare case is the one person who is not represented by their own counsel. The measure also creates a commission that would design the program and that would be phased in over three years. It now moves to the House for consideration. 
And now for a few quick hits. Another update on the Little Village Discount Mall. Yesterday, the city of Chicago announced that more time has been granted to the 40 vendors at the mall to move out of the building. The vendors were originally slated to be out by today, but they now have six more weeks. Those vendors will also have a new home, a former CVS drugstore over on Pulaski, about a mile west of the mall, and the city is fixing it up. And what if Lakeshore Drive was more like a greenway and less like a highway? Urbanized Chicago has some beautiful images of what the North Lakeshore would look like after an initiative called Redefine the Drive. Do yourself a favor and check out the newly released images on their website. One of them shows the eight-lane superhighway with trails, which would be much more hospitable to pedestrians and lakegoers. The initiative is led by the Illinois Department of Transportation and the Chicago Department of Transportation. You can see some of the images at chicago.urbanize.city. And Transgender Day of Visibility is coming up this Friday. It's meant to promote international awareness about trans issues and celebrate the lives and contributions of trans folks. If you want to get involved, Block Club Chicago has a lovely list of local community groups you can engage in order to do that. Go to blockclubchicago.org for more info. As for the weather, it's a bit cloudy this morning, but the sun is coming out later this afternoon. It's going up to the mid-40s today. Clear skies tonight. And that's it for the rundown today. I'm Erin Allen. Thanks for listening. I'll talk to you tomorrow morning.